0: Well, hello again, you're on the Insecurity Project with Jamin. I'm here with my friend, Melanie Mideggs. This is the second time she's been on the show, which is really exciting. First conversation was early on in the journey and very insightful. So great to catch up a couple of years later and hear what's been happening. Uh, So Melanie is a psychosomatic therapist, an entrepreneur and speaker. She's a teacher and mentor of chakra philosophy for business and the modern world. So it's gonna be a really interesting conversation today. I'm gonna explore the topics of understanding chakras and how they work, how they impact us at every level, especially when it comes to business, and really dive deep into the world of face reading and see how that can be useful as a self-awareness tool. So I'm sure we'll talk about plenty of other things as well, but Melanie, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. And it's good to be back again. Great to connect with you.
0: Yeah, well, it is, <laughs> business is a its a fun game. We were talking before we recorded about the, the challenges of branding and updating and refining and creating systems that continue to work. And just when you've got things working well, then there's, a, there's you know, things change and you've got to update them and grow. And so um, it, it's a challenging world to survive in, especially as solo entrepreneurs. So it's always... It's been lovely watching your journey and watching how you've grown and adapted and, and the people that you serve and the people that have really loved your work. So it's a credit to you that you you are still doing what you do uh, and the way that you do it. So, um, yeah, good good on you.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'll take that because <laughs> it is a hard world out there, isn't it? I mean, it's the same with you because I've seen you, you know, uh, releasing your books and your podcast going really well and um i always enjoy seeing the new things that you bring into the table now too so <laughs> especially what you're working on but we won't talk about that just yet <laughs> no, we'll
0: save that for another time because i'm yeah. really fascinated in in your stuff mm-hmm. so um wh- why don't you why don't you tell us a bit about the world of face reading Let, let's start there so there might be some of my listeners who are familiar with that and some i'm sure who've never heard of it uh so to teach us give us an overview of the world of face reading and we'll explore how it can be a useful self-awareness tool
1: yeah sure so um i found out about face reading when i studied to be a psychosomatic therapist and psychosomatics is the body-mind connection so through my study of that um i learned how to connect, how your body connects to your mind and also your emotions. So basically your whole body is a reflection of your emotional well-being on the inside, which I found absolutely fascinating. And then while I was learning about this, it then connected to the chakras, which is why I work with both of those um, elements. But the face in particular is a summary of your whole body. So everything you see in your face will be represented in your body below. And every feature of your face relates to a different chakra energy. And each chakra relates to a different area of life, different emotions, um, and different behaviors that you'll display as well. So all of us are always face reading to a point, you know, like when we're communicating with each other, just subconsciously we're doing that. Uh, but I've learned how to really identify what behavior. It's it's interesting because when someone does some plays out in a particular way, it's helpful for me because then I'm, I can see, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see why that's just happened because their nose is a particular shape or their lips are thin or thick or their mouth is big or large. Um, and so I found that it's helped me personally to have a lot more compassion for people around me. Um, but ultimately, it also can really help you understand what you're really good at. And to really hone in on that zone of genius, as well as the things that are holding you back. So knowing what habits to start changing within yourself uh, to be shifting through those things.
0: Okay. So it sounds like there are things that you have no control over. Uh, So the structure of your face, the distance your eyes are apart, the shape of your nose, like they're not in my, at least I I don't think I'm choosing that or I'm not creating that. Uh, and, And then there are other things which are a reflection of, stored emotion, pain, fears that also probably show up in the face, the lines and wrinkles and expressions. So, uh, yes, yeah, to so start with the stuff that m- maybe isn't chosen. So the, the, sh- the bone structures. Bone and structure.
1: Yeah. yeah. What, what, so the bone yeah. the bone structure is basically your blueprint and that's quite ancestry. That's why you'll find that some behaviours are similar to, say, your parents or grandparents because the bone structure, it will potentially move. I mean, if you get plastic surgery or if you even have a break and things like that, that can really shift things up as well. Um, but that is like, yeah, like the, the core construct of of what you're sort of dealing with in this lifetime. And then the muscle and the tissue. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Sure. So could you give us an example of that? So something that you kind of inherited as part of your blueprint, part of the, the biology and the genetics that make you up and uh, a part of your your gifts and your uh, your challenges about you being you. Can you give us some generalisations, a few examples of, of that?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely two main ones that are probably fairly easy to spot um, would be the shape of your jaw and chin and also the shape of your nose. So you'll notice that generally those sort of um, traits or those features can be similar throughout a family. And because when you look at your chin, your chin is related to your base chakra and your base chakra is all about how you feel supported. It's about how you take action. Um, It's also indicative of how sensitive you are or how practical you are as well. So if the chin was really square, you're more practical. Whereas if it's more of a pointy chin, you're going to be more sensitive type person. Hmm. So knowing those aspects of yourself can help you to understand how you need support in life and and getting through things.
0: I, I remember being in year 11 and in my chemistry class, and I was working hard on some group project. And one of my friends sitting across from me stopped and at the top of his voice just said phrase, I've just noticed that your nose is parallel to your forehead. <laughs> drew everyone's attention to the fact that I had called me a parallelogram, even though that's not a parallelogram. Yeah. And so uh, since then I've kind of thought, oh, it is, there you go, they're the same slope. So uh, what does that mean? Well, what, what, what Can you tell me about a parallel nose?
1: Parallel nose? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. What I look at with the nose is the length of the nose uh-huh, and I the see. shape of the nose. Mm. Now I know that you've got you've got quite a long nose, mm. um, and it's very prominent actually as well, which is why you're a leader. I see. But people that have very prominent, larger noses tend to be able to um, step into those leadership roles a whole lot easier. Mm. And the good thing about face reading is because I don't particularly like my nose either, but because the mine's quite large as well. But when I found these things out, I was like, oh, I'm a little bit more at ease with myself now (laughs) because I know kind of what's behind it, Um, especially if you've got like a Roman-shaped nose with that little hump in it. Um, It doesn't mean that if you don't have that, you can't be a leader either. It's just there's that sort of um, ease of stepping into those spaces in terms of um, what you do, you know, whether it's in business or outside of business as well
0: very interesting uh now i messaged you maybe six months ago because i was watching myself coach someone on video and noticed that i was constantly tilting my head to the right and i thought you know i'm always fascinated in patterns and it was a, it seemed like a really unconscious pattern uh, but definitely a pattern so i was curious as to what that meant and your your uh response was very insightful it was it was interesting do you want to do you want to share i don't know if you remember that but um, can you give yeah. an example of, of what, you know, if you noticed, uh, you know, tilting one way, what that might mean?
1: Absolutely. So along with all the features of your face and all different areas of life and emotion, we've also got masculine and feminine energy within ourselves. So masculine being our logic structure taking action um, and our feminine being creativity, emotions and um, flexibility So you tilting your head to the right means that you're actually trying to listen more out of your left ear rather than the right one, which is the more feminine side. And given that you were doing a coaching call at the time, it's like you're wanting to uh, connect with that person on a more emotional level. And, you know, it allows you to be more empathetic in those particular situations. Mm. So if someone's doing the opposite, they might be listening to a conversation where they're trying to be more practical in some sense, like put yeah, the logic back sure. into it, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah it's it's very interesting.
0: It is fascinating. <laughs> it's fascinating when it comes to insecurity because you mentioned, you know, you said, oh, I don't necessarily like to shave my nose. Yeah, there have been times where I've gone, oh, yeah, well, I do have a big nose. Um, I, I wish I didn't. Um, so I'm sure that there are a bunch of facial features that people have got that they would prefer not to have Uh, I'm, i'm always interested by the stories people tell obviously and this is where insecurity is bred because it's it's the opinions we form about ourselves based on the things that happen or, or, or the way that we are and so um i've got a friend who says because his jawline is a certain way uh, therefore, life is more difficult for him. Um, you know, if he had a strong jawline like me, uh, life would be easier. So it's an insecurity for him. In my mind, I'm like, oh, you know, because I've got a big nose, that's less attractive than if I had a smaller nose. So therefore, it's more difficult to be me. You, you know, so I, so I imagine part of the value in face reading and in, in examining the strengths and tendencies that are revealed is, it's also a chance to come to terms with who we are and, and to kind of capitalise on the gifts we've been given and to realise that they all have advantages.
1: Absolutely. That's one of the things every time I teach a face reading workshop like in person, that's ultimately the biggest takeaway that people have is realising about themselves the things that they didn't enjoy or don't like looking at or think there's something wrong with them and then seeing the empowerment part that mm-hmm. actually comes behind that. I mean, this is why we're all different. Nobody looks the same. Even identical twins can still have their yeah. little you know, differences, you know, um, and I, yeah, it is a huge part because once you're comfortable in your skin, anything's really possible, right? You know, the other thing is so many people are really um, scared to be seen whether that's in business, but, you know, even outside of business, you know, in social arenas and things like that. And a lot of it comes down to just feeling comfortable in your own body and, you know, being okay with who you are. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Uh,
0: It's very fascinating. So so take us from there into the world of chakras. So uh, help us understand how those two worlds connect.
1: Yeah, so um, let's say with the let's let's move up to the nose now because we've already talked about the chin so your nose is related to your solar plexus energy and that to me the solar plexus energy um well actually let me just bring it back a little bit for those who aren't aware of what the chakra system is all about so we've got seven chakra energies in our body and they all pretty much line up along our spine except for the the top two We've got our brow chakra, which is between our eyebrows and our crown chakra, which sits at the top of our head. And basically this energy system is what connects us uh, etherically to the universe, the cosmos, whatever you want to call it. But it also anchors us to the earth as well. So there's basically like a line of energy that's running straight through us. Um, And the bottom three chakras, so the base chakra, sacral chakra and solar plexus chakra that those three chakras are the most earthly of the whole system and that's where we really keep all of our memories our emotions our behaviors um, our behavior patterns uh the solar plexus energy i really relate that is really where insecurity lies because that's all about our relationship with ourselves. okay so um but the thing is, the, why, the reason why I like the chakra system is that if you, you can look at your solar plexus, which is yellow and it sits just above your belly button, but if you haven't explored your sacral chakra, which sits under that, or the base chakra, which is under that, again, it's very difficult to become secure in yourself if you haven't looked at the aspects of the other two chakras. And the base chakra is all about how you feel supported in community. So it's being connected to community, family. It's very tribal, um, how you fit into that space and how you feel supported. And then the sacral chakra is all about relationships. So how you do connect with people one on one. So it's like we have to kind of um, master. We're trying to master everything at once, but there's definite. There's sort of definite levels that you go up because your chakra system or your different chakra energies also develop at different ages in life as well so basically the chakra system is a really good tool to dissect what's going on in your life and kind of um not to put it in a box but i find that once you understand how it's all connected it's kind of easier to look at different aspects of yourself rather than feeling completely overwhelmed that my whole life sucks and I've got low confidence and I don't know what to do with my life. When you can have a system that can break it down for you, um, it just makes it a little bit easier to deal with it in, in bite-sized pieces, basically.
0: Sure. Um, Does that so makes sense? I yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> so if you're examining your, your, your base chakra, and I don't know what you call the next one, but you kind of discover Same that there's no, yeah. great. So there's challenges in terms of your own sense of security within community and and your relationships so then then you kind of realize well there's work to do there there's a sense of um a focus to become more grounded connected restore relationships and that's the most important work to do is that is that kind of what you're saying
1: yeah so basically if your base chakra has a block or it's not feeling steady if you can imagine seven sort of light bulbs sitting on top of each other and that bottom one's shaky the rest of them are gonna be shaky. Mm. So as soon as that base chakra feels really solid, it's actually easier to then really um, accelerate the different other aspects of yourself above that.
0: Mm. Okay, great. Um, So beyond the solar plexus, what are the next levels in the chakra system?
1: Then we've got uh, the heart chakra, then we have the throat chakra, brow chakra and crown chakra. So these ones are, I believe we all live through the heart chakra anyway. that's, That's where, when we walk through life, that's really where the energy of ourselves needs to come from. Because basically the heart chakra is in the middle. So you've got three earth chakras below it and three heaven chakras, if you want to call it that, or etheric chakras above it. And they come together. And that's where we walk through life, through the heart. And so that's where compassion and acceptance is for what's happening around us. But those two aspects of ourselves can get um, foggy or blurred if we haven't done our own personal work, particularly mm. in those those more earthly chakras.
0: Okay, great. Uh, mm. And and how do you see this relating specifically to business?
1: Well, I when I was creating my own business, I you know obviously we we're talking before about how we'd come you know there's so many different hurdles and things mm. that come into place and. I'd moved over here to Bali and I was just, it was just, it just felt like one thing after another that wasn't working. And I was having a little tantrum myself out the front of my, my little ha- homestay, And, um, and I asked myself the question, I was like, what do you know really well? And I was like, I know the chakra system really well. And then I just thought, what if the business, what if business has a chakra system and I basically took the emotions I was feeling and how you feel in business. And then I started dissecting it and it was so clear how each chakra energy really does relate to a different aspect of our business. So the base chakra is like the foundations of our business. Um, The sacral chakra is all about our branding and how we feel about it. And does it turn us on or is it just feeling bland? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, the solar plexus, Person for us personally, that's about our identity, feeling secure, and stepping forward. But in business, it's all about our product and service. Like, if we don't have a solid product and service, it's really hard to to sell something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just line 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 them all up, and it just fit. Hmm. And then what's really interesting? So then I started exploring a little bit more, and your body will start playing out things when there's certain parts of your business. That needs looking at. So, uh, you know, I've had, I've worked with people before, and, you know, it's just crazy. They've told me that they've got a pain in their um, elbow. And so I'm like, okay, I know for me that's solar plexus. And then the story that she's telling me is, you know, that her product was feeling like it was competing against someone else all of a sudden. And so I just find it remarkable. And I can't really explain that particular part, but it just always seems to line up with what's going on in the body.
0: that's so fascinating that kind of everything is connected and and your body Mm. is getting clues uh, not only where you are stuck but how to fix the problem where where to pay attention which is so lovely that uh that there's a way into growth and change and that we're kind of partnering with ourselves to accelerate our own growth and if you understand your own language you can understand these tools and frameworks then you know you know what to do if you're these are foreign yeah. to you then you kind of go see a doctor and you go put some ointment on it or you strap it up because you don't feel like it's a signal of any of any kind um, so yeah. Yeah, i think that's that's wonderfully fascinating and, and super useful
1: exactly because i think um we've got so many there's so many different ways you can create business and so many different strategies whereas if we learn to listen to ourselves first mm. then we can pick the right strategy you know, or become, get closer to finding that right strategy at least.
0: Well, uh, it's interesting you say that, you know, heart chakra is kind of, we all live from our heart. And I think that business that does well, there's evidence of that. It's, it's wholehearted yeah. and yeah. people are bringing their gift to the world, whatever that is and solving important problems. So I, I love thinking about the fact that this is all connected. Business is not just about making money or doing some work. It's about bringing yourself to the world in a unique way. Um, yeah. So any tools that can help us understand our own self and how to how to show up unhindered and and present and be at our best where it matters most, I'm, I'm super excited about learning about that stuff. And so I think it's mm-hmm. such a, a wonderful work that you're doing and, um, and it's increasing the collective consciousness of the planet because if business owners are bringing their gift, that's not just good for them. Obviously that's good for everybody. So it must feel like very meaningful work.
1: It does, and especially now with all the changes that are, coming, that are happening in the world at the moment, it just feels mm. very timely because I think it's giving space for people to rethink the way that they're doing things a little bit as well.
0: Sure. Mm. Um, cool. Is there anything else that the listeners could benefit from understanding that we haven't covered about uh, face reading or chakras?
1: Oh, I could talk for hours on <laughs> <laughs> Um, But I think, you know, if you haven't explored the chakra system or explored your body before, you know, perhaps, you know, delve in and jump in and and start thinking about it a little bit more, you know, I don't believe that there is anything such as an accident. I think everything does happen for a reason. And it's Mm. the kind of signs and synchronicities that are showing us where to go. So, you know, if you do hurt yourself, of course, look after yourself and fix it up and and what you have to do, but maybe perhaps just looking a little bit deeper at what that could be connected to.
0: Mm, Sure. So where can people find out more about your work if if they're listening now and it's resonating and they're curious around understanding more, where should I send them?
1: Yeah. So my website is seedtosoul.com.au. And um, if you go there, there's actually a masterclass on face reading that people can take for free. So it will go through the whole face um, uh, face reading process and we'll explain each feature to to you so you understand it. Um, otherwise, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram mostly.
0: Okay, seedtosoul.com.
1: .au, yeah. Oh,
0: .au, okay, even though yeah. uh, you're based in Bali. How long have you been in Bali? I now? know.
1: I've been here for... Oh, i'm going on seven years yeah right but i created the website before i got here yeah. <laughs>
0: so- <laughs> Excellent.
1: yeah yeah it's been a great place actually i think that definitely happened for a reason because it's taught me a lot about um the energetic side of things as well and how much that does fit into everything
0: yeah sure i, I i've never been to bali but i imagine Um, the the culture would be more open to uh, a spiritual and cosmic way of understanding the world more so than the typical australian western culture which is very rational and and practical so uh,
1: yeah
0: has that been your experience
1: yes it's taught me yeah most definitely particularly when it comes to feminine and masculine energy because i've always been prominent in masculine energy so just actually understanding what feminine energy is and the the power behind it mm. um but you know then you can slide too much into the other side mm. go on bali time which is all about you know going a bit slower yeah. and so you know it is, ultimately it's about balance you know how do we and that's really what i'm all about is like how do we build the bridge between the east and the west mm. to find a nice way of working together but also finding that nice way of working within ourselves yeah definitely to get through life
0: yeah. yeah. Mel, well, thanks again for another uh, outstanding conversation. It's been really useful. And i sure oh,
1: Thank I'll you
0: for agree. having me. <laughs> uh, cool. We'll, we'll leave it there. I'll make sure those links are in the show notes for people to be able to find you. Uh, and thanks for listening, everyone. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project podcast. Mm-hmm. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.